ladies and gentlemen, welcome. <laughs> welcome to Podcast 002, Cranium Shorts. Uh, this is actually our first podcast. Our Well, I guess it's our second, but our first was the pilot episode that uh, thank you so much to all our listeners out there that have listened already. Um, we are still looking for listeners, so if you want to listen, we have a place for you to listen. And that would be right here on this podcast. Uh, and as always, uh, we are joined on the podcast with my co-host, Matt Stevenson. Hello. Greetings. And we're, we've got professional podcasting equipment. Chuck, tell us about that, that thing you bought from Sweetwater. You're just like spilling all the beans. Now it sounds like we got sponsorship because we got like a bunch of stuff, but Maybe we do we not will. have sponsor. We want sponsorship, but that's not happening yet. Yes, uh, thank you to um, to Tascam. The Mixcast Four is what we're using today. If you want to find out more information about that, just Google Tascam. And Tascam, um, if you're listening to this, send us more equipment. We'd love to <laughs> and money sponsored and money. <laughs> and as always, the way we start our podcast, we got a word from our HR department. Give it up for Kim Bell in the house. Thank you for the applause. <laughs> <laughs> oh, some of this stuff will be post-production. Give it up for Kim Bell <laughs> in the house. There we go. The Georgia recording law makes it a crime to use a device to observe, photograph, or record the activities of another which occur in any private place and out of the public view, unless the person making the rec- recording gets the consent of all the persons observed. Is everybody aware that we're recording? Are yes. you consensual adults? I give consent to the recording of this. I give consent. Matt? I'm here. Is verbal consent allowed? Verbal consent is allowed. Thank okay. you very much. Oh. HR out. Sweet. Thank you so much, Kim, for allowing um, us to hear the uh, legalities. Is that a word? Legalities? Legalities. Yeah. Legalities. legalities. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I failed spelling in sixth grade, and I think I spelled I, I failed it was second Spanish. Grade. No, it was sixth grade. It was bad. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. And also, also in the studio thing. today, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Dr. Lauren Stevenson. Hey, everybody. And uh, last week, uh, Lauren was the keeper of all topics, and she is still the keeper of all the topics. Mm. Uh, last week for our first podcast, it was just one of those that we were thought we were going to explore what a podcast was, but we actually jumped into a topic, uh, which was crazy. And uh, thank you for those listeners that actually listened. It was more than just four, in my understanding, looking at the analytics. Uh, I want to thank my mom and... And my mom. <laughs> Matt's mom and Lauren's mom. And we don't think that Kim's mom listened because... Oh, no, I got a text from her specifically that she couldn't even think about the concept of hair and food, much less <laughs> listen to us talk about it because it made her physically about? ill. Yeah, remember? I didn't even, no, I mean, No, vaguely. he sort of remembered. Vaguely. No, we talked We about, talked about so much silly stuff last week. It's we did talk about quite a bit of silly stuff. hard for me to remember which silly thing was discussed with a cell phone recording. Well, they're... Yeah. they're Definitely was um, some some comments from some listeners that said they enjoyed the town uh, the the table in the round mm. uh, type environment. They said it sounded like we were sitting at a table, and that was kind of cool. Uh, well, today we were sitting at a table, so isn't that awesome? So we on. Mm. we painted a nice picture. Great of, job, of, listeners. Yes, good job, good job. Hey, and speaking of listeners, I know that we were going to do this at the end, but mm-hmm. let's just go on and let those sure. uh, know that um, Matt announced just. Uh, Last week, uh, he just out of the blue said that anybody who listens to reach out to us and we'll get you a placard. That's what I said all over my socials, <laughs> TikTok, 
Snapchat, mm. all that stuff. All that the cool I have. stuff. Well, we've created some placards. We have seven, MySpace. actually. So our original goal was four listeners, and we've almost doubled that. So that's pretty good. Um, and these people are going to be receiving their placard sometime in the near future. <laughs> we said 31 weeks, so it gives us a little 31 bit 31 weeks, yeah. So sometime in the next half of a year, six months or so. So the following people are going to receive their placard soon. We've got Imelda B., Suzanne S., Brenda S., Susan T., Don M., and Beth M. And we also have a Heather W. Heather W. Yes. Wow. Let's give so a little- that's awesome. Let's give it a round of applause. Oh, yeah. There's the round of applause. Go. Actually, they need a little bit more. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So we said these were going to be made out of paper. So you will receive a paper, <clears throat> placard, and a bonus gift. Yes. Yeah. So be looking for that. And if you want to add your name to this list, all you have to do is listen, which you're doing right now. If you're hearing Is this it. limited to like the first 20 listeners? Because I don't, I don't think we've hit that number yet. We've definitely not hit that number. No, I think I, t- I counted seven on the list. Yeah. Okay. Seven. I did not fail math in sixth grade. <laughs> a, f- a few of them were not related to us. That's correct. So we've exceeded our goal. Yes. Yeah. Where are we capping this? That's we impressive. can't just like. Oh, there is no cap. Okay. You mean a placard <laughs> cap? Yeah. Placard no placard cap. It depends because what? we had a debate last week about where we would put the placards. The, mm. People can put their own placards wherever they want. We're going to give them to them so we don't have to keep up with them. <laughs> Yeah, do, Take that do you think we're going to just house. have a placard wall in one of your Airbnbs? Uh, no, I, I'm just <laughs> I'm just kind of wondering how much money we're going to spend on this. They're made of Stitch. paper. Well, we Tropicalia is sponsoring us, so I mean, we're getting free beverages. But we all Chuck <laughs> and I would like to Chuck remind you that that's actually not true. But um, well, we would really like it if you would. They will after this. Thank you. But you know how much are stamps now? We were just talking we about this, this up. Sixty-eight cents. Yeah, Sixty-eight a cents. A lot. Like a lot. that's so much that's, for forever. Hmm. I know. I'm glad I have some of those. I have like three. So crazy. Yeah. All right. So our topic this week. I uh, wish I could get to a drum roll, but I can't get to it quickly. Uh, so we'll just insert one here. Or somebody is doing it. I can't tell. Who's. <laughs> a lot of stuff happening in the studio I'm today. Just trying to put the sound of pouring water right. in there, but you couldn't hear it over the drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> so the topic of the podcast today is people who had stuff and still have that stuff. So what I'm interested in knowing, <laughs> from- which is inspired by the Mitch Hedberg joke. I used to do drugs. I still do, but I used to too. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I think Anyways, the idea behind this is I used to have a whatever. I still have that. But I also used to have it. Is that what right. you're talking about? Yes. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So before we jump into what stuff we actually have accumulated ourselves, uh, I got a couple of statistics that I want to share with you all about just nice. stuff. Um, so some of these are um, are. are Pretty eye-opening. So in 1984, uh, there were about 6,000 self-storage buildings in the nation. So 1984, the book, or 1984, the <laughs> no, year? No, 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 no. Big Brother did not own all 40 of these. years ago. 40 yep. years ago. Oh, man. Let's just have a moment of silence. I know. For- I, know. I had to do some quick math. Yeah. All right. Now there are approximately 50,000 such facilities in the U.S. Wow. What was the population in 1984. Well, we're about to get there. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's 900 per state is what they're saying storage-wise. Okay. 
with a combined storage capacity of 2.3 billion square feet of storage. In other words, every one of the 340 million Americans, this is just Americans, could simultaneously find a place to stand inside one of the nation's storage facilities at the same time. So we could get everybody to walk into a storage facility and we would, everybody would have a place in the entire Hmm. United States. That's a lot of stuff. Are we sure? Because there's, (laughs) there's some larger Americans that might take up a little more square feet than others. Yeah, but there's also smaller Americans that would take a, I think it would average out. It it balances out. What about babies? They're small. But by and large, Americans are larger than other, but anyways. They are. That's, that's totally, uh. Thanks to the fast food industry. Yes. Oh. What is that? Oh, that's a rabbit trail. Mm. Oh, this could be a new podcast topic. Yes, it could uh-huh. be. I'll add it to my list. All right. Um, all right. So show of hands, or actually you're going to have to say oi or I. How many of um, you have had spent money on a storage unit before? Nay. I would say nay. Oi. Oi. Nay. Really? The Y'all have never had a storage have. unit? Oh, no, no. Well, we have an unfinished basement. And it has a lot of junk in there, which we're slowly getting rid of. Well, we call it stuff. Stuff. No, oh, it's yeah. junk. It's, it's junk. No, you can't call it junk. We know a family who never. <laughs> HR. That's another topic. It's I'm stuff. HR. I can't continue with we that. We have statement. a lot of stuff in our basement, which is part of our house. So we don't really need a storage unit for it. Uh, so a recent survey by Storage Cafe found that 38% of Americans reported being self-storage users in 2021, which Wait, right so now we're 50%. Per- a third, percentage? Over a third. Over a third percentage of Americans. A third of a percentage? Yes, a third of the percent. A point three, <laughs> three, 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 three repeats. A third yes. of the Americans. Whoa, that just blew me away. I had to get you to read it back. because A recent survey... Found that 38% of Americans reported being self-storage users in 2021. That's a lot. So why aren't we building a storage? Well. (laughs) Okay, never mind. That's another Mm, topic another day. All right. Business ideas. So. podcast. So we're talking about a lot of people that have Mm -hmm. this. All right. I want you. We're going to have a little little quiz here. And I want you all to see if you can guess uh, the top. We'll say the top three reasons why people need self-storage. I'm going to guess one of them is moving. You stole it. Oh, that is the number one answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, people getting ready for a move. So if you plan on selling your home, a clean and organized house is more appealing to potential buyers. Mm. So clean out your space, put it in there, and you're good to go. All right. So uh, anybody else got a guess? What about like military deployment? Is that on there? Yeah, that would be a good one. That's not in the top six, I mean, it's but that like probably moving. is. It's like Army Ranger Town answer right, right. there. Yeah, right. Like if you're mm-hmm. going to deploy for just a year, but you don't want to take it all with you and you're coming right back. Yeah. Think well, like when. That would be a justifiable use of it. about like when you inherit stuff or mm. someone passes away yes. and you have all that stuff? This is mm. true. That uh, is not on the top six. What? Wow. Okay. I'm terrified of this top six. Set well, I think <laughs> that one, two. Maybe get at the least, ball rolling. At least collectibles. Okay, so one of them has to do with something that's here in our town known as Dahlonega. Okay, like, oh. okay uh, uh, antiques. <laughs> well, that could be... College students. College students oh. is the number two. Uh, the number two people, why they need storage is because of college. So Wait, why? 
Well, think How of how they accumulated that much stuff already right? to need a storage unit. Because I remember Did going to college, and all- when I moved out of the apartment, I came home. I left all my stuff in a storage unit in St. Louis. So when I came back, in oh, the fall, because you were out oh, of town, ouch, and all that stuff. Yeah, I've, I've never. The only time that actually does make sense. The only time I think yeah, I get that my family used a storage unit was my dad kept his drugs there. And by that, I mean, he was a, a pharmaceutical dealer. sales rep who kept samples <laughs> of drugs. Thanks for the clarification. Yeah, thought I needed to clarify. Two, two drug references. I'm sorry. Notice that my I voice not, went into HR mode. Yeah, right. I do not advocate for drugs. I thought that was a funny Mitch Hedberg joke, who sadly <laughs> died of drugs. Ooh. Sidebar. But um, we do not con, uh, condone the use of, of drugs. No. Illegal. Illegal drugs. Illegal drugs. Right. All right, so what if um, you have hired a crew to come to your house to change something that mm, is happening? Like a reno. With, yes, remodeling is the number oh, three. Okay. People okay. who are remodeling their house. What else? All right, um, so uh, we've all I done this. I feel like the pyramid game all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. I feel like, like I should be winning money if and I And he's get... giving us like yeah, clues yeah. to <laughs> guess the answer. Do we get so, prizes? I do like clues. So we've all been through this experience, and um, Lauren and Kim probably have babies. more babies. I was about to say. Why do you need storage for babies? You put your babies well, it's in because, the storage <laughs> Well, they just say people expecting new family members. So it could be a baby. It could be a grandparent. Baby, the people expecting new family members in the unit? <laughs> or Instead of in their house, they're like, well, well just buy the storage there's unit. There's enough room for that. You I don't know, understand. Right? This is true. Like so, I have so much stuff that. Well, let's say if you had a basement and you had an in-law suite, and the basement ended up being filled with a bunch of stuff, and you're, you you have a a family member that's moving in downstairs, you would have to take all okay. that stuff and put it in storage somewhere. Hmm. Why, why wouldn't you just sell that crap? I don't understand. Well, I think that's why, why? we have a topic. These are ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, well, it's number four or five okay. and six or whatever. I'm okay. losing count. Okay, well, you can't park your car in a garage anymore. Is number. Number five, because your garage. So they just put their crap there where they're never going to use it. Yeah, there are. You'll be surprised at the number of Americans that probably just use their garage for storage and not for a car park. Does this also include like um, people who have boats, but they have to store it in a storage unit closer to a lake or whatever? Because I just talked to people who own one of those places. Boat and RV storage, yeah, is this, and their place is like full, completely full. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and probably part of that is because of HOA rules too. So. Oh, Listeners, HOAs. if you have an HOA department. I bet the HOA is in cahoots with a camper and RV storage. Oh, that would make sense. Somebody's getting a kickback. Yeah. And the number six reason is because of business. So, Like what your dad Like did. your dad and his right. drugs. Yep. Right. My dad's drugs. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. So, so a couple more <laughs> things on. that I just want to mention before we jump into the – Kim Bell does not like this whole – Structure of You've stuff. You've done a lot of research. I'm you have really done Struck. a lot of research. I like this. Good. <laughs> I like it. All right. Good Self- job, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, have to, I have to turn where I'm not looking at Kim because I think she affects me. It's like I keep looking at her every time I say something to make sure <laughs> that I'm saying the right thing or calling her the right name. Yeah, so just don't call her by the wrong name. I won't call her by the wrong name. I'll definitely get her name like correct. Like earlier. I did get her name correct. <laughs> I called her Kim. All right. <laughs> Here we go. So, uh, self storage use by generation. What generation uses the what generation? Boomers is no boomers were number three. Gen X. What Gen X no. was number one? No, yeah. really. 
And oh, um, well, Gen X, yeah. we go Gen X, Millennials, Boomers. What? Millennials? The silent generation? I don't know. It was the silent generation. <laughs> well, the Millennials piece of things. They haven't spoken up yet. College stuff. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> really? I don't know. As, I don't know any Millennials yet. Or, well, I mean, it's not like you're that almost comes up in, in that generation, though. I, we are Millennials. Oh, we are. Yes. Oh, yeah. We're the Oregon <laughs> Trail Millennials. We're like we're the, the older possible millennials. Did your Oregon Trail have graphics or was it all just? Oh, it wasn't like ours. It was all text. Yeah. It was the green. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And just like the silent generation, um, 1928 to 1945. Hmm. So oh, well, that makes sense. be eternally silent by this point. Right. <laughs> I'm very surprised <laughs> that boomers, given the boomers that we know. The boomers that we know are giving us all their stuff all the time. Yes. They're trying to get rid of it. Oh, so, I see. That's see? why millennials That's why are we on have the all list. the stuff in our basement. Because we're like, oh, I might need that. And then we realize, no, we do not. Hey, any millennials out there, if your parents uh, offer you stuff, <laughs> just say no. If you don't have a place for it, don't don't accept it. Or say yes and donate it. Yeah. Or give yeah, it to and somebody get the who tax you know right really off. needs it. But then, you know, you're still, but, you still got to do the legwork. You got to haul it to the place. Yeah, it takes time. That'll help you out in the long run. Mm-hmm. Yes. Nobody wants true. me to donate my second grade spelling words that I got stuff from my mom. Like, she gave me a whole box. Oh, my of gosh. Little- my dad just told me he came across my college transcript the other day, but I thought he'd already given me my college transcript. <laughs> So I was confused, like, how many copies of my college transcript are still in my parents' house and wow. why? Yeah. That's just a well, reminder of a difficult time. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's actually a graph that says what made you turn to self-storage, by the way. Oh, wow. <laughs> turn to self-storage, like drugs. Yes. <laughs> Going back to drugs. So, so it actually says what made you turn to self-storage. And the number one reason people turn to self-storage was not enough space at their house. Which is crazy because that means that people who have probably, let's say the average American family is maybe um, a, a married couple along mm-hmm. with maybe two kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and they probably live in a house that has five bedrooms mm-hmm. and, and, a base, and a full basement and still have to find some place to put all their other stuff so they have storage mm-hmm. buildings. Like Kim and I have a storage building outside of our house. It's got a lot of our stuff that we can't keep inside because there's no room for that stuff that's out there. Like all my wood, Mm -hmm. I don't want to say what's out there because people might want to come and look at my stuff. We don't have a garage, though. That's like what we would put in our garage if we had a garage. Now, here's an interesting stat right here. So in 1960, the average size of a U.S. house was 1,500 square feet. What do you think it is today? Oh, I'd say it's closer to 22. 2,400. Wow. Twenty four hundred and twenty two specifically. That's the median. Um and yet we're running out of space to put all of our stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is too serious of a topic for I think the podcast. We need to get into the let's stuff get into the stuff. All right, so let's talk about so the stuff. Kind of I stuff want you to you think have? about I want you to think about the oldest stuff that you have right now. What, mm. is, what is what is the antique stuff mm. that you have now? Now there's stuff that's old that you have at your house that you've you've kept and you've used. You know, there's like mm-hmm. there's a piano downstairs that was from mm-hmm. early 1900s that I'm still using, so that's not mm-hmm. considered stuff. What I'm talking no. about is things that you continually grab once a year and look at it and go, "I'm going to put this back on a shelf." 
<laughs> um, or I'm going to stick this back in a closet. Isn't there that like buffet that your dad gave us? It's like from 1860. In the basement? In the basement that keeps our printer on it. And our unfinished basement, it has a printer on it. Yeah, that's stuff that you yeah. use. So that's and what it just happened. To, a card table could have done the job, but we used instead, it because it was there, and we felt bad. But like it needed to. Now we have this. like a multiple, like hundred and fifty year old piece of furniture mm-hmm. holding up a printer in our unfinished basement. <laughs> it could probably be sold for, I don't know. Okay, so this is something I did recently that I felt was kind of funny. So. I don't know, five or six years ago, I went to a community helping place and I bought some light fixtures that I thought would be really good in our bathroom. Which, by the way, community helping place is a yes. local nonprofit yeah. in Dahlonega that is awesome. It is awesome. And they have a place where you can yeah. donate your stuff. Thank yeah. you, Melissa Line. Get rid of Especially your like, stuff. You know, yes. Melissa Line was on Drew Barrymore. She was. Show. She was. Wow. Not that long ago, talking about the cat at Community Helping Place. Anyways, yeah. That's so you lights yeah. at Community Helping So I went Helping there Place. and got this like three light vanity light thing for bathrooms and it had a price tag, $10, okay? Brought it to our basement. We never installed it and I just <laughs> took it back to <laughs> Community <laughs> Helping Place. And I was like, You're welcome. You don't even need to put place. a price tag on this because it still has one from. I bought we it bought it and we returned there, it to retail some it. other sap. I felt good about that. I was like, so I do not need helping this. place is going to make twenty dollars. Sure, because yeah, you paid ten. Exactly, good job. You're welcome. Yeah, to upcycle. Yeah, I'm not sure that's, but I felt good about getting it out of our house. We do not need it. We only have the one bathroom. I did sell that 1940s lap steel recently on Reverb.com. Thank you again, you Reverb, for sponsoring this. Yeah, but you had buyer's remorse after you did. I did question that. You mean seller's remorse? Seller's remorse. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Because I was the seller. At one point, I was the buyer, and then I was the seller, and now it's not even mine. So Mm. jump back about two minutes when you talked about the card table downstairs. If you had bought the card table for the printer, would you have kept the buffet? But what do I I need the buffet for? It's it's like driving a, a Ferrari for commuting your kid to elementary school. But would you have kept it, though? As you said, that you would have bought a card table to put. Well, we have a card table. It's just sitting in the corner. Oops, I peeked there. Oops. Um, oops. Technical difficulties. I feel like some of the things we have in our basement are not quite the design style our house ended up in. So now we just kept it because it's like one day we might use this thing. And now it's like we're never going to use that thing. It just doesn't fit with this stuff. So let's just get rid of it and find people who actually can use it for something. Mm. But, you know. I think that upcycling, recycling, whatever kind of cycling words you want to use for that is something that people really appreciate now. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's part of the thought process too is because there is so much stuff because a third of Americans Mm -hmm. have stuff in storage that now we're really focused on not like just acquiring or getting rid of stuff that might be useful. So like the other day I was thinking about this um, as we were taking down Christmas trees and on Lucy's Christmas tree, she has a little silver bell that's actually from our wedding because when we got married with the last name Bell, we had people rather than sparklers or bird seed or whatever, we had people ring little bells, except for my dad who took that little silver metal bell and threw it at us inside the limousine. (laughs) 
That was a fun moment when I got pegged by my dad. But, I mean, that kind of thing. We had a bag of those laying around after our wedding. We also had, like, multiple boxes of napkins with our, our names on them. Because my mom really wanted us to have napkins at our wedding. Mm-hmm. We donated them, like, I don't even know how many years later, to our college friend at the time, Anna, who in her apartment at UGA, they would say, will you please pass the Kim and Chucks? <laughs> and they needed a napkin because they had so many of That's them left over from the wedding. So it was kind of like, how can we take this thing and give it life? Mm-hmm. Because we still just had stuff. I've I've definitely become more heartless in my donations of things. It used to be like, oh, don't you? Oh yeah, have a sweet memory attached to this. I'm like, throw it in the garbage. Yeah, I tend to just throw barrel. things away that should probably be kept for we're, years. We're rednecks, so we have a 55 <laughs> gallon oil drum outside that we just throw stuff in and we burn it. Should we bury it in a landfill instead? No, this is no. That's a topic for another. As the better is whether to, or not you're actually rednecks. To burn oh, plastics or <laughs> to just bury them. Okay. I, I don't know. Well, here's the problem. A lot of the stuff that we have is stuff from previous hobbies we no longer have time for. Oh. Because we are raising kids and have real jobs. And, and second jobs. And third jobs. And second jobs and third jobs. And cooler hobbies like making a podcast. So, and then it's like, okay, maybe one day I'll have time for this hobby again. Mm, like what? So, like the whole corner of the basement devoted to all your beer brewing stuff. Don't make me cry. <laughs> bring it back. Life. Yeah. Yes, we should. I would love we should bring a purpose. Ooh, you know that. what? We're going to record a podcast. Of brewing a batch of beer. Well, that's a good idea. So if listeners, if you guys want to vote on what what style of beer, you know. Mm-hmm. Let's give them some choices. A, okay, should we make a, a, a like an IPA? Mm-hmm. Should we make a Hefeweizen? Something dark, like Is a Is that that very German-like? Hefeweizen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else? Um, stout. I would say a stout. Okay, a stout. Or a porter. Or a porter. And if you're lucky... You might even get a taste because pretty much the only people who listen to this live within a <laughs> twenty mile radius of where we're sitting right or are now. Or related to or related. Yes. Yes. Are related. Yes. That's true. So anyways. Okay. How we keep our family relations up. Well that that'll be one of our goals, Chuck. We're gonna brew a batch of beer. And you know what, listeners? You don't get a vote. Chuck <laughs> and I are gonna decide what it is and you- <laughs> If you want some, Wait, you can have it. Hold on. I but thought I you just nope. Sorry, everybody. I was listening. Well, you did say that we were going to record it. We we're going to record a podcast while you brewed. Does that mean it's going to be like a 27-week podcast? Like it's we hit the record More like button. an eight-hour. Yeah. It, it'll be during the brew day where we make wort, right? Because we make <laughs> wort, which is unfermented beer. I go to wort I like day. the way you wort, Dane. <laughs> and I don't want to wort. beer. Right? I just, oh. Yeast makes a beer, right? Interesting. We just make the sugary substance that the unicellular organism that we call yeast. So what I hear you saying is that you're going to take the stuff mm-hmm. in the basement yeah, that's occupying good. a corner and actually yep. use it again. That would be it. fantastic. Because wow. you know what? Those days aren't actually done. Oh. No, I don't want them to be done. And that's just the thing. It's like. What about, <sighs> what about your fit? Oh, yeah. It's not mine, but. 
I am currently driving it. What about it? We are talking about a Honda Fit. A Honda Fit. Not like, Honda fit. girl, like, you fit. Not like Fit Check. <laughs> yeah. It's so, what is that? Is that? Well, today. In 2008, Matt bought a 2007 Honda Fit. And it had 12,000 yeah. miles on it. Yep. And now Lauren still drives. I'm still driving it. Beautiful to work. machine. I haven't always driven it. He likes it the most, but but it makes more sense. It makes more sense because I drive farther. So. Anyways, and it's it the ugliest car in the whole entire parking still lot. Still gets thirty-five <laughs> miles to the gallon. It does. It has two hundred and sixty thousand miles. Two hundred and sixty-two thousand. Has it ever had anything wrong with it? Mm, unfortunately, no. Way to go, Honda. Yeah. Thank you, Honda, for sponsoring Honda, this podcast. Honda sponsors the podcast, and they no, ma- no longer make Honda Fits, and they're actually one of the only vehicles that doesn't depreciate. It actually appreciates, and That's correct. you will spend more buying a used Honda Fit than you will a brand new one. Not one as old. As well, folks, let's just take a minute no. to appreciate it. Mm. Bravo. Yay. Bravo. Golf clap. Way to anyway. appreciate it. This thing still goes, even though we call it date car because the locks don't work, so you have to unlock it from no, the passenger the lock side. Just doesn't work on the driver's yeah, side. Yeah, so I have That's to get in through the passenger side every day. It's very awkward. So I recant. It does have something wrong with it. And Wait, pause. You get in the passenger side of your car. You, well, I have you to unlock the passenger the side. Then but I have I to reach it. over and unlock the driver's. Or side. Or you just leave it unlocked because who would That's break into a car so ugly? That's what I do. Wow. Well. What about you, Chuck? You've been pretty quiet. Yeah. What's something stuff uh, and, you've and, got? And while Chuck pontificates, I'm going to go get another beverage. I'm switching to non-alcoholic Sierra Nevada, which is very tasty. Thank you, Sierra Nevada, for sponsoring this podcast. Oh, wow, this is amazing. How did you get all these sponsors? And by sponsors, we mean the products that we use yeah, and we're buying enjoy. It. We're actually sponsoring the out, We're sponsoring them, actually. True. Mm. Um, so what about you, Bell? So sometimes I don't like to talk about the stuff that I still have because then you'll know that the stuff that I have. (laughs) I mean, like your dad's train collection? Good point. Well, the train collection has been whittled down. Um, There's Mm. not much left of it. The only thing we have here at the house is just a couple of engines. Um, so everything else is, is gone back to mom's. Um, I do have a lot of old electrical equipment and musical equipment and stuff. Probably the things that I have the longest was handed down to me by my father, not just the trains, but he, um, my dad used to like, uh, take the old Maxwell house coffee cans that were metal and tin. And he would put random bits from his, um, from a shop in them. So it was screws, bolts. Mm -hmm. What about the ashes of friends? Like, like Donnie, for instance, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> from the Big Lebowski. This is not that kind of moment. Okay. Um, this is just his dad's storage containers. <laughs> but that is a great movie moment. I don't know what I would ever do if I opened up a can and there were ashes oh, inside gosh. of it because my neither one of my parents smoked, so I know that it would be something that was like Ashy Larry, somebody. Yeah, yeah, this would been, you know. So Yikes. I, when he passed away, all that stuff sat. It still sat. My mom never cleaned it out, and so my sisters and I a couple of years ago, went down to her garage that she couldn't get her car in because there was so much stuff in there. And we started cleaning everything out from there. And I took home, I think I counted them, 42 cans. And I threw away or recycled 
I'd say close to 50 more that he just wow. had shelves and shelves of this stuff. So when I got here to Dahlonega and started putting that stuff with my other stuff, I realized I needed more shelves in order to put more stuff. Mm. Um, mm. And I kept that stuff in those cans for about four or five years. And then I realized that I wasn't using anything out of there. So I just, I got rid of all of it. I only have maybe four cans left now. They just have a couple of things. And every now and then I have a little celebration that, you know, I've used something that was inside the can. Mm-hmm. You know, it makes it worth it. So if I don't use something out of that within a year, it all disappears. Cause it, you know, I, I'm basically saving 30 cents for a screw. Yeah. Instead of having to drive up to our local hardware store, I get to go to the shed instead and pull out a, a can that has that in there. And so but you keep stuff. that because it also connects you to your dad, which is why I think a lot of us keep stuff. Sure. Because there's, there's, there's a connection. To it, yeah. 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 The screws and the nuts. The problem is <laughs> the the problem is when our our need to attach memories to stuff means that we keep too much mm-hmm. stuff. Which is why people have storage units, mm. yeah. Like you just said earlier, right? Yeah, there are, there are some things that I'm slowly getting rid of. Like we're just starting to clean out the closet downstairs that does have a lot of musical stuff and various things. And so I'm selling items and uh, Chuck Bell Music a Reverb Shop. Um, so <laughs> you you can you can find a lot Matt, of Matt's Gear Garage as well on <laughs> Reverb <Matt's> Gear Garage. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Right. So there are lots of lots of musical instruments that over time I just need to get rid of. Like keyboard-wise, I had to stop buying physical keyboards because I had so many of them that now I, I just buy synth keyboards, uh, virtual synth technology that okay. I use in my studio. So that so. was one thing I was thinking of. It's like, what are these memories? And I know that my parents have like shoe boxes full of photographs, mm-hmm. like full. And now we just have a phone. We've devalued. So we still have the same number of items. It's just a digital item. But we've devalued photographs because we take pictures of literally everything. I take pictures of the IP address of the printer for entirely practical reasons when before, like, you know, what the model. You don't have to remember it. (laughs) So actually when the girls were younger, they would only want to borrow Chuck's phone when we were at restaurants and they were trying to pass time because they wanted to page through his pictures Mm-hmm. Because my pictures were of whiteboards and dry erase boards. To your point, <laughs> right. like IP addresses, yeah. dry erase boards, whatever. Yeah, total devaluation of photographs. Yeah, and even even digital storage. Let's talk about that. So uh, we pay for digital storage on our yeah. phone. That's we even do. beyond just the regular storage. So oh, so do we need to we be do? in a storage unit group of people? Because we pay for that too. Yeah. So ooh, ooh, ooh. I guess one hundred percent. Yeah, so yeah, digital probably. storage. Wow. Yes, we I just went we, up to like ninety percent. We mm. we have five terabytes that we pay for, and between the four of us and the family, we're using about two and a half terabytes of information. The majority of them are videos and photos, mm. and I do believe there's about a right around twenty seven thousand three hundred and fifty two plus or minus one of just calico critters. <laughs> my kids took of them marrying each other. That was very specific. Yeah. If they go down the slide, they took a picture of like each little intricate. Oh, gosh. Each little, little. Stop go? Yes. Increment. Increment. Oh. Thank you. Of uh, them sliding down the slide. Words are hard. Wow. That's impressive. That's a fun, tiny little critter toy kind of thing for those of you who are thinking like figurines. Only these are little so animals. You want lots of stuff, but you don't want it to take up a lot of space. That sounds like a great toy for you. Yeah. Actually, mm-hmm. like a Polly Pocket. 
you know, it used to be that you would get these big photograph books. Like my parents did scrapbooks and we've got all those downstairs that are just like constantly filled with that. But, um, you know, those kind of digital photographs is like a, it's, it's a new adventure for all of us because we're kind of living in the history of writing of what that means of Mm -hmm. to hold on to that digital stuff. Um, which is crazy. Um, and it, so I have a hard time deleting photographs. Like on my phone, I can't look it up because I don't have my phone with me. I've got over 36,000 photos on my drives phone. drives me crazy, though, because you keep every version, even the bad ones. Also, I want to say you are the best photo finder. Truth. On the face of the planet Earth. And I really don't know how you do it. But if you're like, uh-uh. remember that one time we ate that popsicle? And you're like, this time? And Within yeah. seconds, you found the photo. I don't really know how you do it. It's kind of amazing. 2015. Right. And, and man, I if you need a selfie. I do not know. If you, if you need a selfie, Chuck Bell is your man. Got and a if great you, selfie you got arm. 20 people in there, he didn't even need to use a wide angle. No, <laughs> he's really good at that. I don't know. He's got go-go gadget arm. Hmm. Go-go arm. And, right. So, so my parents, talking about stuff, my parents have lots of stuff. And my mom actually said to me not long ago, like, one day, all of this will be yours. And she kind of <laughs> laughed when she said it because Bimba. she can't part from that because <laughs> right. that was a part of our family history almost. I remember going to my great-grandmother's house and drinking out of, like, little plastic yogurt cups Oh. Because this woman survived the Great Depression. Mm. Right. And so we would go over there. She also Ooh. had tab in her house. Yeah. That mm-hmm. horrible soft drink that I feel like only diabetics drink. Yeah. But um, yeah, we <laughs> drink tab out of plastic yogurt yeah. cups that had been kept to reuse as glassware in her mind. Country so. crock. Yeah. Yeah, my, country crock. My granny Tupperware. had hundreds of... Cool Whip container. Oh yeah, yes. mine too. You didn't know if it yeah. was actual Cool Whip or it never was actually. Well, cool you were, somebody <laughs> actually wrote on it. You'd hope it it was like not Cool Whip because it was like underneath the cabinet, <laughs> you know. Uh, so yeah. it's just like stacks of them, just stacks. Yeah. Uh huh. Why do we need to buy? Is that what we should be doing? Should we be saving those instead of like buying fancy yeah, Tupperware brand? Giving us stuff? Tupperware for free, right? Truth. I mean, wash out those yogurt containers. Wash out them yogurt containers. Mm. That plus some ram wrap. Mm. You can make it happen. Recycle, recycle. Yeah. So here's our challenge to listeners out there, the seven that are listening. Maybe it's 12 by now. Maybe it's 12, or we maybe we've dropped down to one by the time. <laughs> yeah, maybe there's less. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Don M's in Colorado right now, so we yeah, might not be yeah. listening. Yeah, we are. Uh, we might have his almost, whole family listening. Almost Ooh. 40 minutes into this podcast. Which, 40 minutes? Yeah. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, we can talk real, about so much stuff. I know. We did talk <laughs> about a lot of stuff. Chuck, just put it up tonight. Just post it. Yeah, oh yeah. It's just going to be just like it is. So Raw. I got to add a couple of couple little sound effects, like, you know. Hey, Murphy. Yeah, we'll do my best. But my challenge, here's my challenge to the viewers, the viewers. We don't have viewers unless you're staring at your phone right now. I want everybody to stare at their phone. Just look at look at the look at the, the AI podcast, the little little two pod beans out there that represent uh CB and MS. So mm-hmm. little shout out to those two guys. Uh my challenge is for you to find some time between now and the next podcast to look at the stuff that you have. And I want to challenge you to donate some of it. Find your nearest um, charity, uh, someplace that you know is is looking that that might need some of the stuff that you have that you're not using. Um, find somewhere in your local community that can donate that, so you can pass on um, mm-hmm. your stuff 
to somebody else for the good of a charity. Um, does that make sure. sense? Marie so. Kondo it. That's Marie cool. Kondo, yes, yes. Hold it and say whether or not it gives you good energy or bad energy, and then pass on um, to wherever it needs to go. So um, this has been a great conversation. I've enjoyed yeah, yeah. talking talking awesome. stuff yeah. with y'all. Yeah. Um, we haven't talked about how often these podcasts are going to be coming out to you. Um, They're going to come out whenever we feel like recording them. That sounds amazing. <laughs> so we're just going to have to tell everybody you'll just have to subscribe and you'll just have to wait until you get the notification. Sit on the edge of your seat. I'm so. not Conan O'Brien. I don't have a content calendar. It's too bad you're not, though. I know. That would be really cool. Mm. Mm. Maybe we should ask Conan to be our friend. True. On. So one of my favorite podcasts is Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. So great. And so yeah. what if I need Conan O'Brien to be my friend? You should come sit in on this. Good. We should invite him. Conan, we, we would love for you to come to Dahlonega, Georgia. We can sit here in old Cheeseball's living room <laughs> and record this. I, I think we should off off like a podcast debrief what Lauren meant when she said to Matt, <laughs> it's too bad you're not Conan O'Brien. Too bad. Oh, well, too bad. thinking of you, Conan, poor to our homie. Yes. Must be your complexion and your his stature, your hair, and your <laughs> just imposing physicality. He is a tall man. You to yeah, learn. I think he's or, six four. Learn. He is a yeah. tall. And he owns lots of cars, not a Honda Fit. Mm. Probably not. He should own a Honda Fit. He should. Yeah, own he Honda might Fit. like a Honda Fit. I think he has should. a Tesla. He should. So um, our truck. our new podcast mm-hmm. studio does allow us to have call-ins, so oh, we good. can actually have a have a couple of call-in guests for some things. And I've got to get his in. phone number. I've I've got then, some ideas, and we can talk about that. Don't talk about it now. We're gonna that's, that'll keep people on the edge of their seat. Conan, uh, Matt, and Sona. Conan, Matt, and Sona. We love on our podcast. Except Matt is number one on the comedy podcast. Yeah, of the nine people listening, they're one they're of them, right? <laughs> for sure. Somebody could share this, and we could find out how to do oh, that. Oh my gosh. But always, thanks a lot for listening. We're always grateful that you've taken a little bit of time, and we hope that your day has gone by a little quicker because you've listened to the ramblings of our short-circuiting brain as we um, we share with you some cranium shorts. Any final thoughts on stuff before we close this one out? Let's uh, let's see what what Jesus Christ had to say about <laughs> stuff. Do not lay. Up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. That's a good I'm going to get serious. I'm going to get serious for a minute. Uh, Dr. Lauren, you got any uh, closing thoughts? No, I'm going to second that. I don't know. I don't think it gets better than that. No, I mean, how can you mean re the Lord? Re-X. Yeah, right. Come on. Who wants to go up against the Lord? Not me. Not it. I just want to share with all, I, I'm going to go up against it. <laughs> You're going to disagree with Jesus? <laughs> I'm not going to disagree oh, with Jesus, I'm but I'm just going to add some more. I'm just going to add some more stuff into that. <laughs> you guys feel like you could have add to it. Yeah. You feel like you have yep. something to add to what Jesus said. I do. <laughs> I do. And this is, uh, this, is a po- this is a poem that I've known for a really long time, but I always okay. forget the words. It says something like this. First time was a great time. Second time was a blast. Third time I fell in love, and now I hope it lasts. I can see it in your walk. I can tell him when you talk. See it in everything you do, even in your thoughts. You got the right stuff, baby. You got the right stuff. 
Thanks for joining us on this podcast. If you like what you heard and would like to hear more, hit that like and subscribe button. Don't forget to share it with your friends 